0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the sunny and rainy no day of our local announcer, uh, the guy who is about to tell you about how to eat and when you were eating in the best and why you uh, have turned away from food Sometimes And sometimes you're going looking for something totally new, something different. And this is a, a program that's been on the radio uh, in uh, 30. Let's see. What's the number? 31, 310, 310. I think that's it. Uh, every day we sit down and we talk about the food here in what I think is the best place in America for eating. It's the food show. And uh, the uh, I've got a book here. I thought I would try to do this. I don't know if it will uh, get any big deal out of it. But it's The Joy of Cooking, which is a classic book. And it, it's one that I recommend to a lot of uh, young people and people who are just setting up their households and things like that. And uh, <clears throat> because it has virtually everything you can imagine in there. And uh, and by, by doing that, you can get some random ideas that can uh, make your – lunch or dinner or uh, wherever you wind up eating or cooking and give you some ideas from some of the best cooks in the history of New Orleans. So uh, anyway, I've got it right in front of me. I, I thought let's try that as a way to get our show started today. Uh, much more interested here is that um, Mary uh, is here. Mary uh, Marianne is here. Marianne is here. Uh, and here she is. Hello, darling.
2: You know, I would have you, been here. You would have? When I said I was going to be
1: here. Yeah. But what happened?
2: But on the walk back, Yeah. there was a traffic jam caused. Oh,
1: that never happens in New Orleans.
2: Yeah, it was a traffic jam caused by a woman who appeared to be sleeping. But I wanted to make sure she hadn't had a heart attack or something. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of, there were a couple of people that were checking uh, on that. Yeah. So good news to report, she's well,
1: fine. She's okay? Well, I'm good. I'm glad yeah, she to was hear that. sleeping. I didn't even know uh, what a sleep happened. A at the wheel. Yeah. Or any other is place a band,
2: might... but also yeah. that woman. Yes.
1: Yeah. Hi. Well, sorry to hear. Hi. How are you? How are you feeling so far? As we have bopped around New Orleans, uh, not that we don't do it every day. I
2: am somewhat infuriated.
1: You are. Why?
2: <coughs> By infuriated. my lunch experience today.
1: Why? Where'd you go?
2: Dory's Metropolitan.
1: Dory's. <laughs> yeah
2: yes a place we haven't been in six years. can you believe that
1: yeah i was I was uh, filtering and trying to get my brain to tell me when's the last time we were there it's the last been a time long we were time. there
2: was uh twenty fourteen yeah it was worries March of twenty fourteen
1: that dates back to the beginning of our program
2: and it was um it was well coming up on six years, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Where is it? Anyway.
1: Remind me, there's something I, I need some. It's right alert. across
2: from Sylvain and Tableau. Anyway, um, I went with my two buds from college. Yeah.
1: Did they remember you? <laughs> and did, did you remember them? That's the more important. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. We and they were, all remembered each other.
1: And you were smiling a lot because you love each other. We do. Yeah.
2: And uh, it was not very crowded. Yeah. And I got there at 1.30, and the food arrived at two twenty-five.
1: Well, that's pretty good. You didn't have any waste time there. Or so it seems, anyway. Um,
2: so an hour is how long uh, it took to get oh, a hamburger. Really? Well, then that one. <laughs> to get take, a hamburger, yes.
1: I take back everything and, I said. Um,
2: and it was, uh, it was quite um, quite remarkable. I was very surprised by that. And uh, it was a – apparently there is no burger on the menu. It's one of those secret menus. Really? And the guys Why, got there what, before me. Who would me. want to
1: keep that secret?
2: I well, mean, it's one the guys thing. got there before me, mm-hmm. and they had already looked at the menu and were a little shell-shocked. And then they were terrified because they didn't see a burger on the menu. Yeah. And so fortunately, one of them knew the person at an adjacent table who said he was there for the burger, which apparently is only available on Fridays and is made from the trimmings from the week. And all of that is ground together to make the burger. Mm -hmm. And this is like a secret or something. Anyway, the bill came for the three of us. Yeah. And we got one appetizer, like a charred eggplant, Mm -hmm. which was really beautiful, charred eggplant over tahini. And the guys each got an iced tea. And we got three hamburgers. And the bill was $98. $98.
1: Do you think that added up properly?
2: $98. <laughs>
1: for how many people?
2: It was three of us. We each got a burger. That's
1: not too bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on where you're coming
2: from. Anyway, um, I have gone to Spago many a time for their burger mm-hmm. at lunch, which is $25. It's served with fries and a salad. <clears throat> Yeah. And great bread. Uh they have like this fantastic bread plate that comes. And I could really fill up on that. Um Dory's has a similar sort of bread plate. It's about twenty percent as good as Spago's. And um the burger at Dory's was twenty one dollars a piece. Mm. There was no salad, just fries and pretty ordinary fries at that. I'm sure they were not fresh cut, they did not look it. And they had truffle and Parmesan on them. So I'm rethinking my constant nudge to get people to go to Dory's, because I was pretty, pretty. Ticked off. Yes, that is the word. Very Hmm. much so. And uh, and that was uh, a surprise, that was a surprise. Surprising visit to Dory's.
1: Where? where t- tell me. I'm trying to get this uh, figured out in my brain. What little is left of it. But where is? Uh, where exa- exactly is this?
2: You know where Jackson Square is.
1: Jackson Square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, if you were to walk from Jackson Square, a block mm-hmm. in the old Alpine Restaurant.
1: Oh, on oh.
2: Oh. 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 Oh.
1: Oh. You know. Well, now
2: I know. Yes. Yeah. That's where it is. That's
1: why they call it Doris too, because it was a, uh, it's D O R I S, and they, when you ask them, how do you pronounce this? They'll tell you however you want. Right. And they really do mean and that. And they
2: don't, you. they don't have <clears throat> the apostrophe anymore. It's Doris Metropolitan is what it yeah. is. now. It's Doris. Okay. Yeah. They oh. decided to cave to everyone, and it's just simply Doris Metropolitan mm-hmm.
1: now. Well, <clears throat> good. How do you like my haircut?
2: I love it. But what I love even more is your beard trim.
1: Ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame.
2: Yeah. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us. Here we are.
1: Yeah, we talk Both about of food, us, about us. Ready restaurants. to do that? And, and, uh, and
2: stop me, uh, call about something. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep teeing off on Dory's Metropolitan, uh-huh. which is going to get boring after a while because I've got plenty to tee off about.
1: Okay. Anyway, can, we, uh, can I do my little thing where I, I just grab a spot in the?
2: Please do.
1: Okay. I've flipped the book open. Uh, it is uh, The oh, Joy of do- Cooking. What the, floor, the, oh. the Joy of... well, you would prefer a different book?
2: Well, I wasn't really finished my review of Dory's.
1: Oh, oh I'm sorry. Well, then keep on finishing it up. I this mean, I was will. just
2: talking about all the we annoyances always, yeah, having yeah. to do with the hamburger, but I mm-hmm. didn't actually talk about the hamburger.
1: Oh, well, let's get that done.
2: Which was actually good. I will admit that it was good. It was... Um, it was a very, it was, it was like, it was not a flat burger, you know, like you, you make it round mm-hmm. and it's uniform at about an inch in diameter. <clears throat> diameter? No, height.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. This was kind of like a ball of meat that had sort of filtered out on the edges, but the main part of it was just like this big, round thing in the middle. and It, it sort of spilled out the rest of the meat. I mean, it was part of the same patty, but it just was shaped rather oddly, I thought. It was served with uh, a Gouda cheese and another kind of cheese, I'm trying to think of it. but um, Cheddar? No, it was <laughs> odd. I was just like picking a Gruyere, an maybe, and a and <clears throat> a Gouda, or something like that. You know, two unusual cheeses. And they had a mushroom and onion marmalade on it, and it had a garlic, a black garlic aioli, and it was served with. I don't know if there was tomato on it, but there was a slice of lettuce. And I asked for extra pickles, and the pickles that were served were cornichon.
1: Oh. Well, that's not too, too terrible. (laughs) You know, I love
2: cornichon if I'm I'm having it with pâté or something. Uh, But with a burger, I kind of feel like, you know, there should be more pickle in your mouth when you're eating pickle. Anyway. um,
1: Gerard uh, over at Crozier's when he was still uh around. Uh he uh he was nuts about uh those little pickles. Yes. He, he would talk about cornichon. it all the time. Yeah. And uh it's a very yeah. American thing, really. And uh yet I can't here imagine it is. In, that. In, in, no that
2: With a name like cornichon, I can't cornichon, imagine. Cornichon, yeah, I guess all it would American. be American. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll scratch that uh scratch yeah. that out and come back and check it another time.
2: Yeah, anyway, it was um Let's just put it this way. I don't think Doris yeah. is there to serve me. the meal that we had, <laughs> yep. they're there to serve uh, people who are ready to pay lots and lots for a big steak that's mm-hmm. an unusual cut that has been dry-aged in their beautiful aging room.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Have you ever walked in there by and mistake? Because <laughs> it can be done. I, I, It's happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> they have uh, really? the yeah, the outer walls of of this restaurant are see through <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and you can walk right up to it and open the door and walk inside, unless they've changed it since the last time I was there. They might have. Since
2: the last time you walked in. It's been announced. a while. Yeah.
1: Uh, but, uh, you, but you would, and you used to be able to. Uh, and I you can't could...
2: imagine that a lot of people go into that room, Tom, except the yeah. people who are supposed to be there. But anyway. Well, I um, did. I'm right So
1: the,
2: the, the breakdown of how this went was yeah. we I, I arrived at exactly one thirty. mm Mm-hmm the guys had been there for about 10 to 15 minutes before that.
0: Yeah.
2: And I sat down and we one of them ordered the appetizer. And then we inquired about the hamburgers cuz apparently when the meat runs out, they're done with hamburgers. So it's like this thing that you got to get in there and get. So we we said we're going to have three hamburgers. And we didn't even I mean, they looked at the menu. I didn't look at the menu cuz I knew it was on the menu. I wasn't going to spend $100 for lunch. I was there to try the hamburger particularly. So um, we ordered the burgers, and, you know, half an hour went by, and I mentioned to the waiter on a visit in our neck of the woods that I was kind of in a hurry, and he said, yes, it's on the grill, and it'll be ready in about five minutes. So... And was it? So five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, 15 minutes goes by, and I inquire again, and he said, I just saw the cheese melting on it. So I go, okay. So then when it's getting to be about 20 to 25 minutes after two, and I have to be at the radio station at three, and I'm walking, I, I go over to... Um, we see him with burgers in his hand and then we realize he's actually delivering them to the bar so this was probably 10 to 15 minutes after he told us they'd be up in five minutes so then i actually walked over to the kitchen which is open at the end of the bar Mm -hmm. and there was a burger sitting there and i said um i i'm really serious that i have to be someplace shortly And he goes, this is your burger, and and they're plating the other two up. And I said, okay. And so another 10 minutes goes by. And actually, that would have been like about 2.20. So another 10 minutes goes by, and I was just about to get up and tell them, if the burger is not on the table in one minute, it's going to be canceled because I really do have to go, and there's not enough time to eat it anymore. And that's when he came with the burger. So, um,
1: boy, does that get uh, waiters worked up?
2: What when you say you have to go somewhere? Yeah, I mean, I'm. Well, I mean, I, if I'd had any idea it would take an hour to get a hamburger, then I probably would not have stayed. You know. Hmm. And so, uh, but I, I was, I was, I was wowed by that that's never really happened before anyway one of the guys who's been to keith young's with me to have a burger because we're both we're both burger nuts um said that he preferred the keith young burger for 9.99 as did i but i have to admit it was a good burger and he said the same thing it did have a great flavor it was a good burger all right, 260 is the number. I'm done with and my Dory's Metropolitan Rant, and we'll be back after <laughs> these messages. Ding ding. WWL one oh five point three FM HD two.
1: Welcome back. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and uh and uh and our, I'm Mary
2: Ann Fitzmorris.
1: Marianne Fitzmorris huh? is here. Hey. How are you doing? Good. You look different from a couple of minutes ago. What I are you do. doing?
2: I don't know. I went through a looking glass or a something. A
1: looking glass.
2: Um, Today, yeah. interestingly enough, or maybe not, I don't know, I think How
1: is Lee is. doing? I haven't talked to him in a while.
2: Yeah, good. Um, today, in your almanac, yeah. you have that it is Nolan Ryan's birthday.
1: Nolan Ryan's yeah, he was born birthday. on this day. Yeah.
2: And uh, you talked about Nolan Ryan beef.
1: Nolan Ryan. Nolan oh, Ryan oh, was a oh.
2: baseball player.
1: Uh, right, he was a baseball player. Mm-hmm. He was a an extremely that good one.
2: And a rancher after that
1: and uh and then he started raising cattle and uh and selling it yes. a- across the country.
2: Yes. And and uh Nolan Ryan beef you uh heartily approved of. Does anyone know where you can get Nolan Ryan beef? Because you said it's available at stores around town, but it seemed like um the antibiotic free meat. Yeah. At the time that your almanac was written, mm-hmm. was kind of a rare and unusual thing, and it's it's not common because most beef still has all that, <clears throat> but you can get it more readily in stores, just you know, in the meat counter. The antibiotic yeah. hormones. That's the first time
1: I rounded, and they meat. they uh, were uh, dry aging it. At that yeah, time. so I don't
2: know. No. I don't know. Does anyone get Nolan Ryan beef? Does anyone know I, where I, that is? He,
1: I think, played for the uh, Houston, uh, didn't he? I can't remember. And uh, I, I don't think uh, that they, that they are still in the local market, or even if they ever were. I, I either I she, could I is she possible.
2: Said that they were.
1: Well, uh, you know, uh, if this was something from uh, some time ago, it's possible that Uh that... that
2: Anyway, I would imagine a product like that that would certainly be desirable if you are looking to eat better would be uh, available, but not as unusually as it was probably at that time, because there's a lot of hormone-free... People have come to realize that the way that animals are raised before you eat them is uh, important. Uh, it, I mean, in my opinion, it's important to the animal, uh, but it's also important to you, the eater. So, anyway, uh, he was one of the greatest pitchers in baseball history.
1: Right, and uh, he, uh, when he threw his last ball, um, he I think he damaged his arm, uh, and that's what got him from yeah, doing a, it.
2: Yeah, he was a pitcher. Also today, is the um, uh, death day? I guess death day. <laughs> yes. So, I, uh, you, can I avoid Charles Edward
1: Stuart? Charles Edward Stewart. who Prince that?
2: Bonnie Prince Charles.
1: Oh, oh, he his uh, he has a liqueur name for yes, him. Yes,
2: Drambuie. What is Drambuie?
1: It's an, uh, a sweet liqueur with a unique uh, flavor that will remind you of Scotch whiskey. Okay. But it has some other flavors in it too. It's it's uh, pretty interesting. It's kind of uh, heavy on the sweet side. Uh, it's been a while since I had one, but uh-huh. uh, maybe maybe today. You said yeah.
2: that the name Drambuie, yeah, is a contraction of a Gaelic expression mm-hmm. that means the drink that satisfies.
1: <laughs> That's a great slogan. Uh, you got to give them that.
2: Yes. Well, anyway, you were saying that you have to have a Drambuie today in honor of Bonnie Prince Charles. Oh,
1: well, let's all go out and get one.
2: Well, I don't know. Is there a song attached to it like the Manhattan or no?
1: No, no, okay. I haven't made one okay. up. for. Let's see. Uh, there you go. Send me out to get a So ding, National ding.
2: Brandy Alexander Day is mm-hmm. also today. What is that, Brandy Alexander?
1: Bra- uh, Brandy Alexander is a cocktail. It's a classic cocktail.
2: It so doesn't a- seem like something you would like, Tom. You say that it's brandy, cream, and creme de cacao. Yeah,
1: that's that wouldn't be that my kind of like thing. Doesn't seem like your kind of thing at it, all. It really doesn't. What what is it called again?
2: Uh, brandy Alexander.
1: Brandy Alexander. Let's see what we get in here. Brandy yeah. Al- Alexander.
2: But the that's is a- it creme de I- cacao or however you say cocoa. 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 Yeah. Um.
1: Uh, you know, uh, somebody who really loves that stuff is. Um, over at the upper line, uh, the lady who runs that place, uh, she likes to do those uh, those cocktails. What did you just tell me it was?
2: Brandy Alexander. Brandy
1: Alexander. Yeah, you can go over there and get their, like, four-course dinner. Uh-huh. And uh, the three of them will be kind of normal things, salad, soup. You know. But when you get to the end, one of your choices is you can get a shrimp remoulade. Or you can have a Brandy Alexander. Strange, wait, isn't it?
2: Wait, so it's like you can have, as a course, either a real dish that's savory that you eat or you drink a Brandy Alexander.
1: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, and over there at the upper line, uh, they have it all the time. They'll <laughs> that, just... sounds,
2: that sounds like something that would happen uh-huh. over there. Okay, today in 1851, Gail Borden introduced evaporated milk. Hmm.
1: Do you have that uh, that uh, poetry that's attached to that?
2: I don't know what is. What I is... I don't remember
1: how it goes exactly, but it's it's funny and it's slightly dirty if I remember oh, yeah? correctly. I'm not sure.
2: No, I don't. I don't see that anyway. Anyway, anywhere in here, um, evaporated milk. Okay, what's mm-hmm. the difference in evaporated milk and cream in a can?
1: Well, uh one of them you What's
2: pet milk?
1: Pet milk is the same as carnation milk. Okay. And and it is exactly what it says it is. It has uh, been um uh, what's what's the word?
2: Pasteurized? Pasteurized.
1: No, mm-hmm. that's not it. And it, you have um, Oh gosh. Well,
2: anyway, um is is pet milk evaporated milk? Evaporated
1: milk. milk. Okay, yeah. So they're all yeah. the same
2: thing basically. Cream well, the, in a can.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much true, but not exactly.
2: Well, basically, it sounds uh, like it was powdered milk that was then reconstituted and put in a can. Is that right?
1: Yeah. There's another thing that's a, kind of that flat, well, flat. It's not flat, a bad product. No, it's not a bad product at all. It's uh, actually a very good way. If you like f- cream in your coffee,
2: uh-huh.
1: uh huh. If you don't, if you're not sitting in your home, you're like out on the field somewhere.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, you can open up that. And it kind of serves in the same way as milk does. Yeah. It's not going to be exactly the same taste, but it gets the job done. It gets the, it gets job, the done. job done, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I remember our mac and cheese is, is delicious, and um, we use real cream. But I remember that the recipe that I got from my mom, which was extremely simple, was essentially butter and... Mm-hmm evaporated milk like a whole can of that and that was a great macaroni and cheese so uh i would imagine if you are in a situation where you you can't use the fresh stuff for whatever reason not only for cream in your coffee but for any application it would work just as well
1: i think you're right Uh, and uh, this has been around for quite a long time too it goes back to the 1800s and it was considered to be a major uh, a, a forward-looking way to uh, get milk out in places where milk is ha- kind of hard to get
2: to. Yeah. Well, I would mm-hmm. I would think that that would absolutely uh, be the case. Anyway, oh. um, I'm trying to think of any other reason that I ever had pet milk. Oh, you know what is a good uh, application of that? No, tell me. Um these are really delicious and I'm embarrassed to say that I eat them because they're very um common, I should say.
1: Too um, common? Yeah, not, not snoozy around it's, enough. It's um
2: it's actually it's actually really good though, I think. It's um graham crackers. Yeah. Chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. Coconut. And then after you layer those things, you pour evaporated milk over it. Anyone, tell me if I'm if I'm missing something here. But um, after you pour the evaporated milk on it, you put it in the oven to bake, and you have mighty tasty little dessert bars. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called, but but I've had a few of those in my time, and I remember I was really into baking them at some point, but um, but I don't. You know, I don't do that. Now, now what, that now that Mary Lee is the baker that she is, I never do any of that stuff. Now
3: would that be would that be uh evaporated milk or condensed milk? Condensed milk is the one that's sweet. Evaporated milk is the one that is not sweet. It's really ah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's okay, no, it would really be
2: condensed sweet. milk. And I I think the recipe for that is actually on the side of the can uh for condensed milk. Yeah. You said evaporated milk and condensed milk.
3: Evaporated milk right. has it, no sugar added. Okay. Condensed milk does. Okay. And Kroger sells those steaks, by the way. Wait, what? Kroger sells the, the Nolan Ryan. Oh, they do the Ryan Nolan Ryan steaks? Beef, yes. They do. They're the okay. only ones who do.
2: Now, let's see. who Kroger is
3: It's who the largest you? chain of supermarkets in the world no, no, that I know we what don't Kroger
2: have. Is, but the, in this market, I think Kroger and Winn-Dixie are together now. I'm not sure. <laughs>
3: Well, I I'm, hope they're happy. I
2: think I think Kroger <laughs> has has absorbed Winn-Dixie because I see the Kroger brand somewhere. It's definitely not at Rouse. I think I think Winn-Dixie is um, has absor- has been absorbed by Kroger. Anyway, today also, Tom is the birthday of Mario Lanza.
1: Mario Lanza. He was an official New Orleans uh, native, uh, just because. He came to our town and, and sang like a, the great singer he was. He was an opera singer, and he also did some movies and uh, s- some other stuff. And he was uh,
2: wasn't he from Naples, or did he uh, just live? It was in from Na-
1: Italy, but I, I where oh, exactly? I know. Who was the
2: one? Um, there was someone who lived in that yellow hotel. I think it was the Grand Hotel, maybe in Naples, right on mm. the water. Yeah. In the harbor, you can see it, and I I can't remember if it was Mario Lanza or Enrico Caruso. I kind of think it might have been Enrico Caruso today.
1: Yeah, well, Caruso was uh, the the most famous guy in he the history was, of yeah he was singing.
2: yeah I think I think the great Caruso Enrico Caruso predates Mario Lanza, doesn't he? Uh,
1: yeah. I think
2: they were both in a movie together. They were, yeah. It was called. What's
1: it called? Uh, it's a very familiar. The Great Caruso, song.
2: Maybe I don't
1: know. Yeah. No, it'll come to me in a minute.
2: Anyway, and, I think I think Mario Lanza played Caruso, right? Anyway. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Yeah. In does the anybody four o'clock hour, yes. Uh, call us if you. Oh, okay.
1: there, there we got that.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, but he, it, it, he could have been born anywhere. Enrico Caruso might have been born in Rome, too. But somebody lived in this hotel in Naples right on the water. And I think it was maybe Caruso.
1: It, yeah. I, I, if anybody is listening to us who likes opera The
2: Prince, the student oh, I, prince. also, Wasn't this that was. the a, name of the movie? The student
1: yeah, prince. Yeah.
2: Drink, drink, let your... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's it. But drink, if, but drink, if,
2: drink, if, drink to every true lover. Well, Disney. sung.
1: Uh, but <laughs> well, us uh, uh, th- th- This is such a, a popular movie. <laughs> Obviously uh, not I, too well. I hope, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we haven't found anybody to tell us the uh, um, how it sounds. Would you mind calling us? You don't have to sing if you don't want to. Uh, well, you have to
2: tell me the words because I have to, maybe I'll look it up and we'll see. Well, fine, it's, it's find very, it. drink,
1: very well drink. known. Dun,
2: dun, 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 While we're, dun, dun, we're wait- dun,
1: waiting, dun, I have tracked dun, dun, down dun, dun, the Alexander cocktail. Okay. That we, uh, w- which well, was? I think
2: you might have to hold it because we have to take a break right uh, now. So let's take oh, a break. Two six zero six three six eight. If you'd like to chat with us, we'll come back with the recipe for Brandy Alexander. You're listening That's to right. WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two.
1: Now, right before the uh, break, there we had uh, we were trying to figure out what the uh, Alexander cocktail was. So this was the, the something or other of. of the Brandy Alexander. This is something if you go to the uh, Upper Line restaurant and ask them for that instead of dessert, they'll serve it to you. Anyway, the name of a, a Alexander cocktail, according to the Mr. Boston Official Bartender's Guide, which is the book that I refer to for these things, uh, Alexander Cocktail Number 1, one ounce of gin, one ounce of creme de coco, cocoa is what it is. One ounce of light cream, easy enough. Uh, shake with ice and strain into cocktail glass. Uh, garnish with fresh grated nutmeg on top. Ha We were having a, a few weeks ago. Somebody was asking me what you do with uh, with any kind of uh, that kind of stuff. The uh, and uh, we the nutmeg. I mean. Uh that was one of them and that's Alexander's sister cocktail. And there's another one though, and that one is uh, uh, one ounce of, of dry gin, one ounce of creme de menthe, So creme de mint, and uh, one ounce of light cream, and you just uh shake this all up and you serve it with a fresh grated nutmeg. Another nutmeg. Here it is. And that's Stephen on the phone. <clears throat> We have Steve on the phone.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Steve on the phone. Stop right up.
3: Hey, how's it going, guys?
1: Well, you hey. know, we're moving right along and uh, trying to wonder how it is that our studio manages to get down to 36 degrees every day. Well, uh, Tom's
2: wondering that. But
1: go ahead. I could sh- you know uh, maybe well, I'll shut up later but uh, Huh?
3: I doubt it. Uh yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to bring what I wanted to bring up is Marianne. Yes. You're singing you were singing a little earlier so I wanted to ask Tom about a Manhattan.
2: Oh, thank you, Steve.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, we're got to get both of you singing uh, now, you know.
1: I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx and Staten
3: Island and then too. Doug said, Doug said, "Just you to mention hell of it, just for the hell of it." That's oh, right. Please, I'm so glad you picked okay. that up. I'm
2: going to purge uh, you from only... the air and ban you.
3: No, no don't do that. Um, Thirty-dollar hamburger. I hope I never spend that for a hamburger. It's
2: twenty-one, that's... but yes.
3: Well, Nerds I drove S. it to ninety-eight.
2: I know the bill was ninety-eight, but they had two iced teas at six dollars a piece, and an eggplant appetizer.
3: Okay, all right. Well still that's twenty one dollars for a burger. You no, know, no, it was
2: outrageous.
3: Up. It that's up, and you know, if I would have been you, I know you don't y'all don't use this, but at two fifteen I would have said, you know, I have to leave because I'm on the uh I'm Marianne Fitzmorris with the food show. Yeah, and we don't I do that. Have, yeah. Uh yeah, I know, but I think at that point they might have freaked out a little bit realizing, you know
2: probably not. They uh, would have gone, Who? <laughs>
3: Yeah, that might be true. That really uh, makes me feel good, I'll tell you. you also, no, I
2: said me, not you. Uh,
3: you also said something about Asleep at the Wheel before. That's an album as an album that they put out that you guys ought to pull up. You'd probably love. It's Asleep at the Wheel with the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra Live. Mm. Okay. Why did they do and that? It, when? I have why, no did idea. They, why did they why? do that? because it's fantastic. Oh, okay. Asleep at the wheel is a pretty big uh
1: swing oh, band. Oh, uh yeah, that you know that's that's a a great version of uh the Count Basie number. Uh um so let's see how's that go. Um do 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 Johnny, yeah. Johnny Carson? Did you, did it you sounds say, like, Johnny, like Carson. Johnny Carson. That's, that's good, because he used to use uh, ah, that exact okay. piece of music <laughs> okay. uh, back All then. Right. Johnny Carson right. did.
3: No, he, Johnny Carson's scene was written by Paul Anka.
1: No, that, right, was the, yes. that was the open song. This was something that was at the end of the show. And he always okay. played that, yeah.
3: Okay, but anyway, it really is a great album. They play a lot of their Asleep at the Wheel stuff. They're from Australians, the Worth, aren't they?
1: It. Australians? No, they're from no? Austin. Austin. Oh, I was close.
3: Ray, Ray Benson, the lead singer, is from Philadelphia, and he moved to Austin, Texas. And they're kind of an a offspring of Bob Wells, which was one of the early... Oh,
1: you Western don't have to tell men. me. He was, uh, okay. Bob Wells, was a combination of cowboy music and jazz.
3: Well, it's, yeah, Western Swing. It really uh, was. And that's what a sleep at the wheel is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A sleep at the wheel is. But go check that album out with the Fort Worth Symphony. All day
1: I passed the... <laughs> okay, what?
3: That's a just a great album you ought to go check out. Do you all have any I kind have of it. streaming for, for... No, you don't have I that do. album. I do. Yeah, it does. Indeed. Yeah, it does. Go ahead. Uh, you it's, have to sleep at the wheel live with the 4 No, no,
2: no, no, no. He's got the Sons of the Pioneers.
3: Uh, okay. I believe that. So do I. I have an, a Sons of the Pioneers best of album. All
1: day I faced the barren
3: waste surrounded without by the geeks. tears of water. Hey. water. sing for us. Sing up for us, Marianne. What? Sing up for us.
2: No, I'm still trying to think of the words of the student prince. Drink. Oh, okay. Drink. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guess uh, what? This is good.
1: You'll never Lift believe
2: your stein.
1: You'll you'll I never was. believe what the name of this show is. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here I and think talking you're being about dumped, food
3: Steve. and I think I'm being dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, thank no, you. For heck, calling. Let
1: Bye. me know. You you're open for us. You're one of
2: our fellers. 2606368 is the number we are looking for the words to that song the Mario Lanza song but actually I was uh, going to talk about um since since it's the birthday of the great was he a tenor Mario Lanza was he yeah, a tenor Yeah, a tenor, he was definitely a tenor. Yeah. And the connection with Naples some Neapolitan pizza.
1: And pizza, yeah.
2: Is one of the things my Buds and I were talking about, because we talk about food, and uh, one of them is extremely passionate, the other one less so, and um, we were talking a little bit about pizza, and the one that is passionate is from New York, and was mourning the passing of Brooklyn pizza, and saying that uh, there just isn't anything like that anymore in the city.
1: Uh, well that 's not true because the uh opera uh the opera new orleans opera uh they have plenty of that kind of stuff pizza pizza yeah they sure do
2: yeah well um the the purpose of the conversation or how we got into the conversation is that this guy's a these these are two athletes they 're two um track athletes and um The one that's into pizza and hamburgers and we have great conversations was talking about this guy that started some radio show before podcast was even a word. And it was an alternative to ESPN, which just today actually was sold for $500 million. What was? But he does a blog called A Bite. What is it? One Bite or... I don't know. Anyway, he travels around the world. What's his name for sports? I don't. I don't know his name. Eric, you're listening. Call. Um, And and he was talking about how he reviews pizza all over wherever he is. Mm -hmm. He goes and eats pizza. He's got like 700 pizza reviews. Hmm. And the only reason I bring that up is we were talking about Caruso. This show, as you know, if you listen, goes and starts in one little place and then just spirals around and around and evidently every, every now and then shoots off into another direction. So um, we were talking about Caruso and Mario Lanza and it reminded me of that hotel where they, maybe it's the Grand Excelsior right there on the Naples waterfront. Somebody lived there, one, hmm. of, those, one of those singer guys. And um, and so that made me think of Neapolitan pizza, which made me think of our conversation that we had. So, if you want to stop this, folks, just call two six zero six three six eight. 6368 what, what and we're really what
1: we re- would really like to know. I mean, it, there is a very very familiar classic movie from I want to say the thirties and forties, and uh, in it. Uh the opera singer you were just mentioning. Mario Lanza. Mario Lanza, but also
2: Enrico Caruso. Enrico
1: Caruso. And I think there might have been one more. Uh anyway, none of us can remember the name of this guy. So uh if you wouldn't mind calling us and telling us and letting us Well, well Mario fit in. Lanza
2: was born in nineteen forty seven. So well I was close. So um you know, he wouldn't have been in this movie. Tom thinks there was some movie like *The Student Prince* filmed in New Orleans. I have my doubts about that. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We're going to go ahead and take a break right now, Doug. Um, oh no, we're not. We're not. We can't. Oh yeah. <laughs> well.
1: Okay. Let's keep on going. We're trying to get the heat up. I need
2: to up. do something. Okay. Um, you know what? Ron always takes breaks on Thursday. At, at... <laughs> okay, but but it's. <laughs> It's it's weird though that we have to take them only on Thursdays. But anyway, it would be handy to take one now, but that's fine. I'll two six zero six three sixty
1: eight two six 260-6368 If you're <laughs> going to try to help us with the uh, finding the opera guys,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> <lamenting noise> okay. <presumption> <laughs> <impression> all right. <YANetchup> <l ago> so let's see. What else do you have in your almanac today, Tom?
1: You know, uh, after all, I the trouble I went through to uh, get this to you. It's my fault. I have it sitting in my office right now, and I'm I'm going to make a dash for it as no, soon as we. No, you don't
2: need to because it's on my phone, and that's uh, that's totally fine. We don't need to do uh, we don't need to do any of that stuff.
1: Do anyway, two six zero six
2: three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us about whatever it is that you would like to chat about. We're having pizza actually this evening. Are we? I think. Yes. We are. Yeah, we had uh, oh, we had yeah, a nice yeah. dinner last night too. We went to New Valarie's on the North Shore.
1: Oh, had a great time.
2: That yeah. was. A steal.
1: It really was. I. Uh, it was for uh, fifty nine bucks for three people.
2: Yeah, it was a steal, and,
1: and a tremendous amount of food, and yeah. really good quality food too. And that—that's that, a class act restaurant. There are other places too in Hammond.
2: Well, you know, we're compiling a list for um, Valentine's Day for nomenu.com. dot com. It'll be there, I think, Monday, mm. and. Um, we were thinking about all the restaurants that could be classified as romantic in different price points. And, uh, you know, there's something kind of charming and cute about Nuvolari's, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be dark, but it's, it's, uh, it's a cute little restaurant. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, I, I had a...
1: Do you know its history? It's, it's it's one really interesting It used to
2: be a store, wasn't it? It
1: was uh, a store exactly right and and it was the store that all the people who lived around there in Mandeville went to to get everything.
2: Uh-huh. And, and back uh, in the day when the phone numbers for Mandeville were two digits.
1: Right, right. Yeah. That's
2: We actually have a friend who grew up in those days and had a phone number that was two digits and their oh. family had a uh a grocery store also, but it was a little a few blocks away, and it became a sandwich shop as well as a lot of little grocery stores do. And then the, the next generation, the brother of the girl that I'm referring to, wound up having Daryl's on the North Shore in a different location, but that was a great roast beef poor boy.
1: Oh yeah. That was had to be.
2: one of the top of the line roast beef poor boys. And it was not done the way um, you normally see roast beef poor boys done. It's like he kept this gravy warming on the stove. And if you ordered the roast beef poor boy, it was it came out of the refrigerator where he had let the the meat after he cooked it cool. He would cook it, he would take the meat out, he would let it cool, and then when it was cool, he would slice it and put it back in the refrigerator. When you ordered the roast beef, he would put the roast beef that was cold in like a strainer and let the roast beef sit in the roast beef gravy, and then that's how you got your roast beef gravy. But uh, however he did it, whatever he did, it was a magical roast beef sandwich and it was uh, it was unfortunately short lived because he got tired of doing it, but it was it was straight out of Mayberry. Daryl's roast beef was straight out of Mayberry.
1: yeah, it really was. It was an old supermarket a little a little market kind of like a time saver.
2: It was a time yeah. saver, I think I think maybe. it was yeah and uh, it was on Monroe, and I remember when he opened it, he took everybody's castaway furniture. So if you had a dining room table set that you wanted to get rid of, you gave it to Daryl, and it was this mishmash of styles, and uh, it was but it, it had a certain charm to it, and I remember his kids used to get dropped off from the school bus there after school, and it was it was really straight out of Mayberry. It was a pity when he gave it all up mm-hmm. to drive a school bus himself. And I, we ran into well, him not long ago at our friend's house and um, I asked him if he missed doing the roast beef sandwiches as much as we missed eating them. And he said, well I don't know how much you miss eating them but I only occasionally miss making them. Uh, so I think he's quite happy. Yeah, it was. It, well, you know, the restaurant business in general is a really. It, it's yep. It's really, really a lot of work. We ran into. Um, we ran into Rick Blunt at the John Fols event yeah. the other night. You didn't tell and him. And we much. were talking about something, and I said I I was talking to his wife about her beautiful dress, and I said something like, "I don't get out much." And he goes, I don't get out much either. And I said, well, none of you restaurateurs get out very much because you're chained to the restaurant. No, I mean, they're chained to the restaurant. If you you operate a restaurant, especially one like that, where you are making sure that everything runs as well as it should, uh, then you probably are kind of chained to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's true of a lot of them. I, over the years, I've definitely noticed that about all of them. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us in the four o'clock hour.
1: We don't chat Tom, for often enough. You know, it's so, I know you're gonna so love chat this. With us. Tom. Chat it with us. What? I
2: yeah. know you're gonna love it because okay. I know how much you love this bit. But yeah. mm-hmm. we have a visit from Timely. <laughs> Who? Timothy, my niece and her husband oh, yeah? traveling the country in their renovated RV. Renovated? No, not renovated. 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 Well, that's renovated close. RV yeah. and they they don't have the dog with them anymore. They ship the dog home. They 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 go back home to Virginia where they have a home, an actual home that isn't on wheels. And uh they they go in and out of there. So the last time they were there, they took the dog, and the dog didn't do very well on the flight. So uh, they left the dog with my sister. So uh, they are not uh, – uh, what's the dog's name? Let's see. Um, Dolly the Aussie Doodle is not with them at this time. But they are going to be here next week, actually. Yeah. They are in Houston, I think, right now. And uh, we will check in with them today. And then I have invited them into the studio next week to give a uh, sort of a long and lengthy report about all of their travels. Because it's, it's too bad. I really wish we had been able to keep up with them on a more regular basis. But they're quite busy with their jobs. And they will oftentimes cancel because someone's got a conference call that they have to take or something. So... We haven't really talked to them quite as much as I wanted to. I wanted them to be a really regular part of the show on a specific day, but that never did work out. So uh, they'll be in the studio next week, and we'll have them sort of fill in all the details of the things that they've missed when they didn't call us. Because there were lots of adventures that we were not able to hear about because they, they – took because, you know, after you – after two or three weeks goes by, it becomes sort of old news, so, um, you know, we didn't really bother sometimes. But they will be in uh they they will be in the studio today. They will be on the phone today to talk to us and give us a report from where they are right now. They were in San Antonio when last we heard. Yeah, they so, were trying
1: to find some places to eat over yeah, there. They Did they find they, any?
2: No. Well, I mean I tried to get them the name of that Mexican restaurant which I don't know if you remember this, but when we were there and the kids were little, like this would have been like 1994, so it's probably not even there now. But there was a restaurant not far from the Riverwalk. Uh, When we were there back, what, 30 years ago, we stayed in that hotel that was that boutique hotel and then walked to this restaurant, and then we went back later with the kids. The restaurant was still there, so maybe it is still there. But anyway, I tried to find the name of it. And did not have any luck with that. So I hope they did find out uh, the name of some restaurant by asking someone, and maybe it was the same one. But I remember that being a pretty good gourmet Mexican restaurant not far from the Riverwalk in San Antonio. Anyway, I hope he's also gotten his fried avocado, which he has been sort of on a search uh, (laughs) for since he had it the first time, I don't know, on his way out and I told him he can get it in Texas at just about every place. Okay, so that's. Yeah, we have another uh, hour of the program. That's, music means we're done for this hour. Anyway, but, uh, top of the hour. Um, news and then is more. Coming up. After that's that, 260 6368 is the number. Stay tuned. Uh, WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?